Hey everyone, welcome to Trust the Trail. We are your outdoor guides, Ariane Petrucci and Scott Jans. This is episode 175, which shoe is right for you. On this episode, we delve into the debate on which shoe is right for you. Trail runners versus hiking boots. Is one better than the other? Get talking about this topic. Join in on the discussion on our Facebook group page. Just go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash trust the trail podcast and start the conversation. Come hang out with us and be part of our community. We are sponsored by thedirt.com. That's D-Y-R-T.com. The Dirt is a top camping search platform in the United States with over 1 million submitted reviews on different campgrounds for all, all over the country. The platform is free to use on the web, iOS, or Android. It does have a pro version, and the pro version rocks. Ariane and I use it to pick our campsites. We get a discount, and it is an awesome trip planner. So if you're looking, you know, the spring, summer, when we're all out and we're all hiking again, we're all getting out, the dirt.com is a really great resource, not only to plan your route, but it also helps you get campgrounds at a 30% discount. It also has gear that you can buy. If so, if you're going out spontaneous, you want a really nice night with the family or the girlfriend or the boyfriend, the dirt.com also provides a discount for gear for as little as $35.99 a year. It's already paid for us, for us ourselves, looking for campground. So that's the dirt.com. You can find the banner exclusively just for you on trustthetrailpodcast.com. It's right on the front page. Just go to the website, click it, sign up, and you are good to go. So we are still in Moab, coming to you live from the desert. We've been here about two weeks now, just over. Yeah, we're camping about, oh, I'd say as the crow flies, it's probably only eight miles uh, uh, north of Moab. Uh, we are uh, really in a beautiful spot. I mean, it's just beautiful. We're, we're right next to Arches National Park. We can see uh, an arch from our trailer, depending on when the sun hits it during the day. And it's been, it's been absolutely beautiful. We went on an off-road vehicle um, adventure in the van of like no other. I mean, I can't even describe how fun it was. Um, it was scary. It was um, it was long. It was about a two hour off road experience right into the canyon uh, that you can see, and it's right along the Colorado River. It's riding kind of in between Canyonlands and Dead Horse State Park, and uh, it was quite it was quite the adventure. I mean, we. Uh, you know, when you, when you pull up, we you know our van is a cargo van. It's a, it's a, it's a diesel. It's a beast. Uh, but when you pull up to the sign, it says four by four is recommended <laughs> and you go anyway. We uh, do not have a four by four. It's not a four <laughs> by four. Um, so it, it took a while. You start, uh, you drop about 5,000 feet. Um, so, uh, there's some switchbacks. And uh, yeah, it was it was pretty cool. That was a huge uh, fun day for us. Uh, we really got we really kind of felt that we were um, we got to get to see the area um, in that it, right in between Canyonlands and Dead Horse State Park. Uh, it's absolutely beautiful. I mean, really beautiful. And I think we we feel like that was kind of our uh, our day to um, check off Moab. Did that? Been there? 
That's a check. Never again. <laughs> I don't think Ariana will do that road again. Uh, and I certainly wouldn't do it up in the van, but going down was uh, was pretty cool. But that wasn't that was just one big treat. The other big treat we got was that you know for a while now in our travels it's been pretty nice um we've had a pretty nice fall uh the badlands were really nice during our meetup and um you know other than michigan we've had some pretty decent weather we can't complain at all i mean we up until sunday we couldn't remember the last time it rained but boy sunday we um we thought of everybody um and uh we 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 had to say for ourselves for a minute Okay, embrace the suck, <laughs> because uh, Sunday we were in shorts and a t-shirt. We we're driving around. We we're going to go uh, do some exploring um, in arches, um, and uh, we turned back because the weather was changing, and the weather did change um, from about high 60s on Sunday. By the time we were hunkered down in the airstream at 6 o'clock p.m. on Sunday evening, there was a sheet of ice on um against the airstream and it dropped 40 degrees and um, we had about uh, 35 mile per hour winds and it was cold and rainy and sleet and the winter came in and said hey hi how are you doing and we were wondering why we're the only ones left back here in the desert and by monday morning we looked out and we thought oh my god we are alone back here <laughs> so it's it was a couple of nights that we didn't really get to sleep that well um the it was really rocking and rolling um but it was it was fun and we did have to embrace the suck a little bit and fix some things like the water pump that froze and some other things that froze but you know it was it's all, you know, it's all part of the journey, and uh, uh, we had a blast. Today is uh, going to be almost uh, you know, 60 degrees, so it bounced back pretty quick. But it was very beautiful waking up Monday morning and seeing snow in the desert and seeing snow on uh, the Red Rocks and Arches National Park. So that was a huge, huge treat. Yeah, it was absolutely breathtaking, um, and it was uh, really nice to kind of eat our own words. <laughs> yeah, yeah. there was there was quite a significant amount of embracing the suck um uh but it was um it it was it was fun it was enjoyable and it was really it was really exciting to kind of be challenged by mother nature in a new environment for us being in the trailer in those conditions so we've been out on the trail like that before but being in a trailer brought an entire different element um, at one point we felt as though we were getting iced in. There was a sheet of ice over our door and we had to open it pretty much a couple times an hour to make sure that we didn't freeze in. <laughs> so that has never happened. No. And, and that's the, the reminder that, you know, no matter where you are geographically, um, in the world, mother nature doesn't really care <laughs> at all. When she comes in and she wants to make an announcement, uh, she's going to make an announcement. And on this day on Sunday evening or last Sunday evening, uh, she said, and let it be known winter is here. Everybody stop wearing shorts and a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and put on your parkas. I'm here, and she came in like a lion. So uh, it was it was pretty fun. So um, it's, we got it's, it's funny because every you know, regardless of seasons, the discussion and the debate on footwear still exists. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, it wasn't a big debate. I went from sandals to uh, like 
snow boots in about a second. <laughs> <laughs> so we we got uh, a message uh, from Jennifer Bailey um, talking to us a little bit about some questions on footwear, the ultimate debate. So we're going to read the question um, that she sent us. As I am sure many of you constantly are challenged by this exact thought. Just finished up through hiking in the Smokies. Had some shoe questions, though. I've never seen a through hiker with boots thinking of switching to a lighter weight trail shoe, but that will mean it's not waterproof. I can't imagine hiking in wet shoes all day is great for the feet. And what if they don't dry? Also, it would prove much less support, which could lead to injury. Thoughts? Well, that's a million dollar question. And that's uh, probably what almost every uh, long distance hiker, through hiker, beginner, um, backpacker, trail runner, they, they go through. Um, so we're going to give you the short answer. We're going to give you the long answer. Um, and that's a, it's just a great question. And we're going to kind of delve into that topic, which, you know, which shoe or boot is going to be right for you. Um, so let's kind of give you the the quick and down and dirty short answer and then we'll kind of explain why we're giving you the short answer first the short answer is this um you're probably gonna have both <laughs> in your hiking career um and the the one each each type of footwear each type of uh whether it's a hiking boot backpacking boot whether it's a hiking shoe backpacking shoe or trail runner it's going to be different depending on what you're going to be using it for and what you're going to be doing. So the short answer is you're probably going to have both. That's just the reality of uh, going out and loving the outdoors and, and spending time in the outdoors all the time. We're going to kind of delve into why each um, trail runner, hiking a shoe or hiking boot, what they offer and why and what you should be looking for. Um, and we're going to break this down on Trust Trail Podcast. Uh, we're going to write an article. So we're going to, we have specific recommendations on each category, trail runner, uh, hiking shoe, and hiking boot. So um, you can go and check that out and uh, kind of look at some of the recommendations that we have um, and then go ahead and read the article. But we're going to kind of really break this down, uh, Jennifer, in this type of category is, again, it's always working backwards. Gear is not something you kind of look for first. It's the afterthought after you know what you're going to be doing. It's always the gear always complements where you're going. How long are you going to be there? And is weight important to you? And in this aspect, you have kind of one more thing to think about. Um, does, does your feet like it? <laughs> <laughs> um, we had talked about... Uh, a few times we talked about how your feet have to like your footwear. They have to, happy feet are happy feet. Happy feet make a happy hiker. And um, it's it's not always finding something that, you know, um, someone said is the best. It's the best for you. And so that's why hiking uh, apparel and hiking shoes, hiking footwear, it is such a personal choice. Um, because you, you've got to be, really be one with it. It doesn't make any difference um, if someone tells you that it's super lightweight and you can hike a long way in it and it's great and it's waterproof-ish and you buy it and it gives you blisters. And so we're going to kind of talk a little bit about that too. So let's kind of talk 
first of all, about the hiking boot. Hiking boots, backpacking boots. Um, they're tried and true, been around forever. Um, that's really uh, the, um, uh, you know, back when I did the trail in 2003, there was no, there were no such thing as trail runners. Uh, there were some uh, hiking shoes, but they were all high tops. They're all above the ankle. Um, and then hiking boots, of course, is uh, the quintessential of backpacking, right? So you're gonna, you buy the boots, you're going to go hike. Um, whether it's a weekend or whether it's a long distance, it's, it was kind of like the same type of boot that you looked for. Um, each manufacturer had its own little marketing thing about how it could do, what it could do, how it laced up, the ankle support it gave you, lightweight, um, waterproof kind of came in a little bit later, um, and that was the hiking boot. So why would you buy a backpacking boot? Well, <laughs> I, think, I think some people gravitate towards boots strictly because of whether they're carrying a lot of weight on their back um, and they need that 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 support uh, they need the durability so let's face it hiking boots are far more durable they they offer a lot more stability especially in your ankle which is an important key for me because I have weak ankles in general um, they're they're going to be a lot more durable. They're going to last a lot longer. They're going to hold up to a lot more that you push them through. And those kind of are key components. Uh, they're, I wouldn't say they're more comfortable because, you know, the con of it is, is that they're a lot heavier, even though there are more lightweight options out there now they're generally a lot heavier, you know, chunkier. They're a lot, a lot more weight that you're having to like put into that rhythm of, of, of walking. Yeah. And so they can do more miles though. I mean, if you're going to compare mileage from a hiking boot to a trail runner, um, hiking boot, it's, 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 it's going to stand the test of time. Oh yeah. I mean, you'll do well over a thousand miles in hiking boots before you have to, uh, you know, repair them or replace them. The one thing about hiking boots is this, is that you have to know where you're going to be. That's the most important thing in hiking boots. Now, um, I probably would not wear hiking boots if I was going to do a long distance hike. I probably wouldn't. Um, I'm going to look at fast, lightweight, easy to clean, uh, something that's not going to hold water. And with Jennifer's question, as far as the waterproof goes, you know, when they start waterproofing hiking boots, uh, I had always thought that that was kind of a little bit of a marketing gig um, because, you know, the one thing about waterproof hiking boots is that, yeah, they're going to be a little bit more durable in the rain and they're going to keep your feet a little bit drier um, clogging around in the rain for sure. But if they get wet, if you have to go through a Creek crossing or the water gets above the ankle line and goes in, those boots are never going to dry, <laughs> never going to dry. Cause there's no, there's no way for the, there's nowhere for the water to go. So in Jennifer's question, yeah, then you become a liability out there. You know, then your foot is completely wet. I'd rather have, if my foot is going to be wet and miserable, um, I would rather have the water squishing out of the boot um, and therefore being able to dry the boot at some at some point in time over the fire or something. Yeah, I mean, boots, boots cause that is the biggest downside of hiking boots is that they're extremely slow to dry waterproof, not waterproof. Once they're wet, they're wet. And 
that's where blister care is so important because, you know, once your boot is wet, it's going to take a lot longer for it to dry. Now, I have hiked in wet, saturated boots day in and day out. It's wet conditions. It's pouring rain. Water's running down that trail. They are not going to dry. They're never going to dry. So all you can do is continuously keep keep your feet dry the best you can with dry socks. And at some point, if you're doing a long distance hike, you only have so many pairs of dry socks. So that that is a downside to hiking boots for sure. Um, and that's probably the most problematic aspect of having hiking boots, which which is why, uh, you know, a trail shoe or trail runners um, have kind of not only with the lightweight option, but for the for the breathability and the the component of them drying faster. Once your feet are wet, they're wet, regardless of what what shoe, what boot you're in. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the hiking boot thing is really a matter of uh, geographical areas. So let's give you an example of a hiking boot that we would uh, wear, that I would wear. So you're in the desert out here in Moab and, you know, you're going to be uh, backpacking in Canyonlands or you're going to be doing a, you know, seven day trip. I can tell you that you're going to be hiking in deep sand. And I mean, deep sand. It's, it, uh, it's a little bit harder to hike in. And, you know, yeah, trail runners would be great, but, you know, you're going to have a, you're going to have a shoe full of sand in a minute. Um, and so you also have other things to, to look at. Um, you've got a lot of rock scrambling. You have a lot of sandstone out here. So one of the things that you're going to be, you know, that we see quite a bit is why are your uh, hiking boots, why are the ankle, why are the high tops, why are they always ripped up? Which is because you're probably rock scrambling a lot and you're hitting the side of your boot or your ankle on rocks. Now, For you, me, it's the... the- the toe box on yeah. my boots is like ripped to shreds right. because you know, I drag my feet or I clunk them up against rocks and I and I use them to wedge my foot in for stability sometimes and I can't do that in a trail runner. Yeah, so it's you're going to have to know the terrain. It it all really becomes it all comes down to the terrain you're going to be hiking in. Now you you're, you'll say, well, I, how do I know? How do I know what the terrain is? You can you if you do your research, you're going to be able to find out pretty easily what the terrain is. There's a lot of rock scrambling. I don't know if um, if I was doing. Um, I would say this: parts of the Pacific Crest Trail and part of the Appalachian Trail both at one point in time have a lot of scrambling up there. Uh, Pennsylvania. Uh, with the Appalachian Trails, one of them, uh, probably even doing the Whites. Um, and then the Pacific Crest Trail, when you start going up Mount Whitney and you're doing the Golden Staircase, all that stuff. I'm not really sure I would be in trail runners. I, I just, I, I don't know. I think I'd want a little bit more support, especially going down hills. Um, and again, you know, like out here, it's all sandstone. So you're going to want a really good ankle support to get down um, scrambling because you're doing a lot of scrambling um, out here for sure. Um, So that's hiking boots. So you're probably, if you are a backpacker or you are a long distance hiker and you love to play outside, probably you're going to have a pair of good, lightweight, non-waterproof hiking boots. That's probably going to be your gig. Now, let's go into then hiking shoes hiking shoes are a little bit different than trail runners they're low riders they don't have the ankle support but they have the durability of the hiking boot i love 
hiking shoes. I had a pair of Columbia's that lasted forever. Um, I love those things. I mean, those were my go-to. Those were probably almost as good as, I mean, I love my Keen sandals, but my, those Columbia, uh, hiking shoes, I just, I hiked everywhere. Those hiking shoes are a lot more for day hikers, but I've seen a lot of backpackers wear them. They get confused with trail runners sometimes because they are low riders. Uh, they have gotten extremely lean and mean, but usually you're going to have a thicker sole. You're usually going to have a little bit more support and they're probably going to last a little less than a hiking boot. You're probably looking at about 750 miles uh, of use before you have to start looking at repairing them or buying new ones. Uh, yeah, I think that, uh, I think the hiking shoes are pretty much a general favorite. Um, you know, hiking boots can get really clunky, can get really, really heavy. And if you're out there uh, exploring, whether it's just a day hike, whether it's kind of a multi-day, hiking shoes tend to be an all-time favorite. Now, for your your long distance through hiker, that's where that's where trail runners kind of come into play because they are so much more lightweight. They're, you know, it takes a lot less effort to pick your feet up and you can go faster and longer miles. Well, and I think that's the big thing that you have to decide. I mean, that's, that's the million dollar question. You know, what's your preference? You know, is your preference to, you know, have a really good fit shoe and you can really, man, you can go, you can do 20 miles a day. Who cares? You're going, you're moving. You have no blisters. Your feet feel good. Your shoes are good. They're lightweight. They're trail runners and they feel good. Are you going to be able to do a thousand miles in trail runners? Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Not at all. You'll probably be replacing those things 500 miles. The bad news is the Appalachian Trail is a little bit longer than 500 miles. Pacific Crest Trail, it's a little longer than 500 miles. Oh, you're going through miles. multiple pairs. So here's here's the thing where I feel that your your shoe comes into play. Now, I have weak ankles in general, so I like more ankle support. So I tend to stay away from trail runners when I have weight on my back. So when I'm carrying the weight on my back. Now, you talk about these long distance hikers, they can get some really lightweight. Um, the, the, the packs can get really, really lightweight. The amount of weight you're carrying can get like obscenely minimal. And at that point, it's not as, as much of a component, you're carrying so much weight on your back, you need more support on your feet. So that's where if you see people in these trail runners, they're probably not carrying 30 pounds on their back. And that's a big component. When you're, when you're trying to do those miles, you're moving fast, you, you kind of need that support up underneath you. Yeah, well, absolutely. I, Jennifer, I would say this. I'm like, I, I would... I would look at the people that are, first of all, I would make a big determination. Are, are they trail runners or hiking shoes? That's the first thing I would do. The second thing is I would probably compare what their what their pack weight is. If they're in really super lightweight trail shoes and they've got heavy pack loads, um, they're not going to be comfortable. Um, it's just not going to be conducive to parts of the Appalachian Trail where you're going to have to hike through mud, water, possibly snow remember you know i mean depending on where you go and when you go um on your hike uh you know pacific crest trail is the same thing it depends on what you're going to run into it's not that uncommon at all for people to replace 
boots with shoes, shoes with trail runners, trail runners with boots. That is not that uncommon at all on a long distance hike. It just kind of depends on what terrain you're going to go to. I did hike in hiking shoes for a long time on the Appalachian Trail and I went, I switched. I'd go back from boots to shoes depending on what the season was going to be, where I was going to, where I was going to be, the terrain I was going to hike in and, you know, weather conditions. Now for my hike, uh, unfortunately, when I did it, it rained every day. And so I had hiking boots. I had to. My feet were soaking wet. I couldn't imagine hiking in trail runners because every step I took, I sunk, you know, three, four inches in the mud. Um, I, you know, I've seen a lot of uh, shoes stuck in the mud before <laughs> because it doesn't have that ankle support. You know, your, your, your boot can't hug your ankle and stay on your foot. It's, you Just slip right out. It slips right out. So... Um, so that, that's kind of like the long answer to that question, Jennifer, is that, you know, which one is going to be good? Which one you, should you wear? Um, which one is going to be conducive for your hiking lifestyle? Um, so you don't get blisters and, and who cares what everybody else is wearing that, you know, um, I know you, I know you, you would probably finish the trail. Um, but I'm, I don't know what other people what are the through hikers are doing, you know, whether they hike 30 miles and say, you know, screw it. I have blisters all over my feet. Um, great trail runners, but you know, these shoes suck. And I've been in that situation before. Um, you know, I did buy a really good quality brand, um, hiking shoe and I couldn't, I couldn't wear it. It killed my feet. So I think you have to kind of look at pack weight. You have to look at where you're going to hike what the terrain is going to be, how long you're going to be there. What's what, the, are the, what are the percentage of conditions? That, you know, are you are you going through a creek every few miles? Or has it rained for three weeks? You know, you, you know I mean, the, how many times have we been on a trail that, you know, one year was really beautiful, the next, you know, was a, was a river? Right. You know, how many times have we been coming down a trail when it's been pouring on it? It's like hiking uphill in a creek. So it, it just kind of depends on the conditions. And if those conditions, if you know those conditions could happen, if you know, well, yeah, I'm probably going to get rain. Yeah, I'm probably going to, maybe I could hike in some snow. I, I could. Then it's a matter of how comfortable you're going to be and how fast you can dry your feet off. And if you can dry your feet fast by wearing a trail runner and being able to, you know, you know, um, you know, put on clean socks the next day, your socks are dry, your, you know, your shoes are a little bit wet, but they've dried a whole lot better than the waterproof boots that someone talked you into that still have water in it the next day. It's like putting your sock into a, into a puddle of water. Um, <laughs> so, you know, it, it just, it's going to be, it's going to be um, your lifestyle and your preference because hiking shoes nobody can ever tell you what the best are it all becomes durability what works in what condition um these you know and they're not that much different than tents if you notice tents when they uh, when you buy a tent it um when you read the manual and read you know what um, the technical writer says in the manual, a lot of times they say this tent is good for these conditions or this tent is usually for this type of climate. <laughs> What's the same thing for shoes? It's usually the condition of the shoe is made backwards. So that's why we always tell you work backwards because that's how the gear is made. The gear is always going to be made um, in, in conjunction with where you're going to be and how you're going to use it. So 
I think that's a great question. It's a it's a huge debate. I mean, you people could talk all day um, around the campfire about which is best. Um, my question to all of them that that would come up with a different answer is how many people get blisters with the feet with the shoes they're wearing. And if everybody does not raise their hand, if everybody says, "Well, I've never gotten blister," I've never, then that of which they're wearing for them is the perfect. <laughs> footwear okay it's the perfect footwear now if everybody raises their hand oh yeah i get i get terrible blisters then my next question is are you insane why why would you do that well it's because it's lightweight lightweight how you're you're probably in pain most of the day hiking so i think it's a trade-off jennifer i think it's, a, it's just a trade-off of you know how you want to hike, how fast you want to move, how how lightweight your gear is, and what is your comfort level when it does get a little sucky out there. You know what is going to be your comfort level, uncomfort level, and then the main thing is that even if your feet are wet, did you get blisters? If you didn't get blisters and you could take a little bit of the the wetness, then those boots are probably going to be great for you. Um, if you're going to be scrambling on a lot of rock, if you're going to be doing a lot of climbing, if you're going to be on sandstone, if you're going to be going up and down, up and down, and and I know a lot of trails have ups and downs, but it, then it becomes: Do you have strong ankles? Do you have weak ankles? Have you had ankle surgery before? You know what? Do your toenails fall off every time you go downhill? Um, you know what? What are your feet like? You know what? What do they like? What do they don't like? For me, how do, you, how do you move on the trail? Do you like to feel the terrain underneath you every? bump, every move, every, every little divot? Do you like to feel connected to feeling the train or are you good with just clunking by? Hey man, I'll, I'll tell you, I had a pair of crappie boots, um, climbed up Mount Washington during that ice climbing class and um, we climbed down and I got home and two weeks later, both of my toenails fell off. <laughs> um, not a good experience for footwear for Scott. That was not a good experience. So, um, and that was a top brand manufacturer um, uh, footwear that I was wearing. So, again, it, it you know, um, and I had to wear crampons on that too. So, it, it just kind of depends on, you know, what you're going to be doing. If, if you're going to be hiking straight downhill like you do when you're on, you come back on the uh, south side of Mount Washington, then you're going to probably want something that can brace your feet. Um, you know, if you're going to be hiking in a lot of sand and it's deep sand, you're probably going to wear a high top, maybe a lightweight hiking shoe. Um, and it depends on are you day hiking or are you long distance backpacking? I mean, these are all variables that you're going to have to consider. We would be crazy if we told you what to do for you because we're not out there with you um you know we've taken people in you know uh, 42 miles of river crossings well waterproof boot is probably not gonna work okay not when the water is at your kneecap or at your waist what what good is a waterproof boot it's almost stupid to think about it so um, at that point in time, I'd probably say if it's summer, just hiking sandals, you know, good Keens, um, good Tevas and, and, you know, go for it. Um, so it just depends on, you know, really your preference, where you're going to go, how good your feet are, what you like, what feels good and, and the terrain you're going to be hiking and whether it's a day hike, backpacking trip, all these, all these to consider. And, and, and what level of suck can you deal with and what can you not? You know? Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Absolutely. <laughs> and Absolutely. that's really what it boils down to. You know, your feet are going to get wet. 
Your your feet are gonna get wet. It's how quick you can dry it. Well, your you know you've your your feet are everything out there. And there's do you do you do you like the feeling of being cozied in your feet like comfortable and tucked in and warm and um do you do you like them to feel protected do you do you want them to feel like you're wrapped in a little cozy blanket of protection or do you like that lightweight do you like the feeling of just being able to just move and go for it well i think my favorite thing to watch um and i did it when i first started backpacking but one of my favorite things to watch is i call it the the crossing the the, the crossing of negotiation <laughs> and so um, you know, you got your trail runner shoe or your hiking boot, doesn't make any difference. And you come to the creek crossing and you got to rock hop it and it's deep. So your feet are going to get wet, but you're negotiating how much they're going to get wet. Like if you can cross without them getting wet. And so you negotiate and you start looking at all the ways you can rock hop and all the ways you can cross. And like 15 minutes later, you're still standing there. Well, at that point, if you've chosen trail shoes because they're lean, fast, and you can hike fast in them, I would say just walk through the damn creek, you know, and it, what difference does it make? Um, if you're a day hiker and it's cold and you don't want your feet to get wet, then yeah, maybe that is a little bit more of a negotiation. So it just kind of depends on how much you're going to have to deal with the comfort level. I've seen people stand there for 30 minutes trying to cross, you know, a creek, trying to get their feet not to get wet. Your feet are going to get wet. There's no such thing as waterproof. Not when you're wearing a waterproof boot and the water is up to your waist. It's just things are going to get wet. It's going to come down to your comfort level and what you're willing to deal with, what you're not willing to deal with, how long you're going to be out, out there, and where are you hiking? It, it's the three questions all the time, and is weight important to you? If you ask those three questions, most of the gear will just pick itself for you, you know, mo most of the time. So anyway, uh, really super appreciate you guys listening. We've had a lot of fun in uh, – We've had a lot of fun in Moab. It's been different. We've been able to explore and uh, really get to know uh, the town. Um, we we wish we would have been able to do a little bit more in Canyonlands. I think that's really the spot that we would have loved to uh, spend a lot more time in uh, down there. Um, but we are headed uh, we're headed south, and our next stop will be. <laughs> the Sycamore Wilderness Canyon. So hopefully, uh, I think not, maybe not next podcast, but the podcast after that, we will be coming live uh, from the uh, from the canyon. So uh, we've gone live from there before, and we're going to try to go live, like actually do a live live show there. Um, and there's still time to sign up for the Sycamore Wilderness backpacking trip. If you're out in the Sedona, Cottonwood, uh, Prescott, um, Clarkdale, if you're out in that area of Arizona, come and say hi, come and visit, let us know. Uh, we're going to be roaming around there for quite a while. Uh, and then, um, of course, we have people going to the Joshua Tree National Park uh, backpacking trip. That's all set. That's all ready to go. And if you would like to come down to California and hike with us, that would be awesome. Otherwise, uh, we, we're going to see everybody. We've got a lot of people going to the meet and greet out in in a cottonwood so that'll be really really cool um 
shout outs to our lovely and amazing Facebook members. You guys, thank you so much. Uh, you're a great community. We love you guys. Um, we always love looking at all of your hikes and what you have to say and your comments. And I think it's one of the most nicest, polite groups on Facebook. I'm going to say that. It's very, very nice. And we really, really appreciate um, all you guys on our uh, community uh, group page. It's, it's just wonderful. Big shout out to our Patreons who help support our podcast. Without you, we couldn't keep going. Kim Caverman, Brother Bear, Jill Lang, EJ Newell, Becky Wanger, Helene Prophet, Ted Jones, Bob Besser, Kathy Kennison, Jeff Nyman, Danny Bowen, Jack Masters, Amy Tappendorf, Lisa Pruitt, Mike Pellet, Brad Wolf, Suzanne Johnson, Gary Busia, John Phillips, Shirley Nutt, Rick Hornick, and Jessica Wolfen, Ethan Corona, and Jordan. Thank you guys so much. We really, we really appreciate the love that you guys give us. If you guys don't know what Patreon is, you're like, what the heck is Patreon? Patreon is a secure platform that lets you contribute to your favorite content creators, whether they're podcasts, YouTubers, doesn't make any difference. For us, you can just go to Trust the Trail page and for as little as $2 a month, get exclusive content before everybody else does our podcasts are also available on iHeartRadio, apple podcast spotify all the big ones any of your favorite podcatchers um you can also go to visit us on our instagram page and see our airstream covered in ice i <laughs> 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 trust the trail uh instagram page and we also have a facebook page trust the trail so no matter what footwear you're wearing folks uh pick one make sure it's comfy make sure you have happy hiking feet happy feet are a happy hiker and remember the trail gives you everything you need so trust the trail you guys bye